Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams podcast. I'm a personal trainer and women's online health coach, bringing you all things health, wellness, money, mindset, and just life in general. If you want to learn, laugh, and up-level your life, this is a podcast for you. Each episode, we'll talk habits, tips, tricks, and big ideas to nourish your mind and inspire you to create your dream life by design. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to another episode. I want to keep today's one kind of short because I'm actually going to be interviewed for somebody else's podcast today. So I don't want to spend today chewing my own ear off. Um, But today's topic is going to be around, I guess, the power of thought and the power of thought in creating the life that we desire. So many of us spend a large chunk of our life having goals, having visions, having aspirations, and then having to think about what we can do or what we need to change in order to get closer to that goal. So whether it's like a weight loss goal and saying, well, I need to start going to the gym more, or whether it's maybe a mindset goal and you're like, I need to start journaling more. So often we think about the goal we have and the behaviors that we can change in order to align with that goal, which is amazing and it's all good and well. But where we often miss a huge chunk is in the power of our thoughts. Now we know that the thoughts that we frequently have or any thought will lead to a feeling. And the feeling we have can impact the decisions we make. And the decisions that we make will influence our behaviors and the outcomes that we will get. And the outcomes we get is what creates up or encompasses our life. So if we look at thought creates feeling, feeling creates decision, decision creates behavior or outcome and the outcome creates the life then if we're looking at the kind of life that we want to create and we're only looking at the behavior or the decision piece, then we're only really looking at the very end of what is a very complex process. And if we haven't gone back beyond the behavior or the decision, if we haven't gone all the way beyond that back to the feeling and the thought, well, then what happens when those thoughts and those feelings re-arise, which is inevitable because we're conditioned to follow through with patterns and much of what we do, the thoughts we have and the feelings we have are memorized patterns in our subconscious mind. Our brain has created a pattern or a system. It's got all of those thoughts and feelings pre-recorded and it's just playing them on loop so if you don't go back and you don't change the thought and the feeling and you just focus on the behavior or the decision piece then inevitably of course you're going to go back to old patterns and systems which means when you go back to the old thought or when you go back to the old feeling you're eventually going to start going back to old decisions and then following through with old behavior patterns or old habits which lead to the same old fucking outcome. And I think so often if we continue to ignore 
what is the most important part, we're forever going to stay stuck in the past. And it's interesting because if you think about it, we really have the action piece, the behavior piece on a huge pedestal. And the reason it's on a pedestal is because hard work and external validation and praise and appearing like you're doing stuff for everyone else other than yourself. But whether it's for social media, whether whether it's for your friends, your family, fucking strangers, we have put this idea of the hustle on a pedestal. And so we love to do things where people can see the outcome. And we get a sense of validation of, hey, you can see me do this thing. You can see me working out. You can see that I went to the gym. You can see that I got promoted. You can see that I bought the car, right? Even down to if I, me, like if I decide to take a photo of my morning journaling practice and post it on Instagram, well, you guys can see that I'm journaling or I can write that I meditated and stuff like that. And yes, I do that. But I'm also really aware of my thoughts, my feelings and where what I post is stemming from. Am I looking for a sense of validation in this or am I looking to share uh, to help inspire and just checking myself on that? So if we relate this idea of the hustle culture and that all of these things that we do is to get a sense of validation. And I don't want this to make you feel bad because we're fucking human, right? We're designed. It's within us. It's within our DNA to crave validation because if we feel validated, then we feel like we get a sense of connection or belonging. And the more likely, like if we go back into less modern times, if, if we go into a tribe, like, sorry, a period of being in tribes and things like that, the more chance that you would fit into a tribe or a society or a community, the more chance you had of survival. So it's literally ingrained in us to want to fit in, to want to belong for our own sense of survival. So it's very normal. But it's about being greater than your mind and it's not about criticizing or punishing yourself for liking validation because, again, it's human. But it's about seeing yourself in that desire to be validated and then asking, is this all this is or is there something bigger than this? I hope that kind of makes sense. So it's not about punishing yourself or criticizing. It's just making sure that the life you're leading goes beyond purely validation. It's okay to want to feel validated. It's okay to want to hear the words, I'm proud of you. You're doing amazing. That's fine. But also beyond that, make sure that what you're doing isn't just to hear those words or isn't just to get the sense of validation. It's you're doing something which feels so fucking true to who you are and it feels so essential to your core purpose and your core being and you're doing what feels in in alignment and in integrity for you and you get validated along that process so there's a huge difference between only doing things for validation versus doing things that feel really true to who you are and loving being validated along the journey two very different energies right so again coming back to the idea of doing things just for everyone to see them. This is why we put the action piece on a pedestal. We really prioritize the what am I doing because people can see me doing it and we don't go back and value that thought and the feeling process because nobody can see your thoughts and nobody can feel your feelings. But I mean, side thing, they actually can. 
everyone can feel your feelings. That's what a vibration is and that's what intuition is. But that aside, let's just like for argument's sake, let's say no one can feel your feelings and no one can hear or see your thoughts. It's hidden. So there's no validation piece to what you think or you feel. So you can feel like an absolute piece of shit and you can have really negative shitty thoughts. But on the outside, your actions or what you buy or your lifestyle and what you're doing looks so fucking good on paper or looks amazing in some square tiles on Instagram. And everyone's validating you for that. So now you're stuck in this state of feeling like shit, having terrible thoughts, but everyone's telling you that you're doing so well and you're so inspiring and you're amazing and you look good and you have the best body or congratulations on that thing. And so now your brain is getting this like dopamine hit every single time someone validates you. And then that revalidates, well, okay, I guess it doesn't matter that I feel like shit and my thoughts are like this because everyone's telling me I'm doing great. And it's the exact same thing with, um, I've had clients come to me. So this is just a trigger warning for eating disorders. I've had clients come to me who've developed anorexia and they have such a fear of, of eating. And it actually didn't stem from a body issue. It actually stemmed from them going through a really stressful period of their life and them having no appetite and not eating and unfortunately that traumatic experience made them lose a lot of weight and then everyone started commenting on their body oh my god babe you look so good you look amazing you've lost so much weight and they were getting all of this validation and they literally said to me I I know that I'm not healthy, but now I'm terrified of gaining weight and I'm terrified of eating food because eating that food could lead me to gaining weight because everyone's telling me how amazing I look. And I know like there's this part of me that knows that that's wrong, but at the same time, I can't help it. Like when everyone's commenting on your photos or seeing you in person and constantly telling you how incredible you look and you didn't have that when, you know, you were 10 or 15 kilos heavier, of course it makes sense like in in your mind, right? So side note, let's just like normalize not fucking commenting on people's bodies. But it's just this same thing where this girl can be or, or male can be trapped in this body where their thoughts and their feelings are miserable and their intentions aren't clean. But because of the outside shiny package, everyone validates it and they then normalize that. So we need to stop normalizing having a life that looks good and start normalizing having a life that feels good. So if you want to live a life that's bigger than just something that looks shiny and that you get validation from, then you need to move beyond the behavior piece and the decision piece. You need to move beyond what you're buying, what actions you're doing, the exercise and all of the glittery stuff. And of course, that's important. But the intention piece is what's really important. Why are you exercising? Why are you working for that promotion? Why are you starting your own business? Why do you want that thing? Because so many people are doing stuff just because it's celebrated. I see so many people wanting to work from themselves and run their own businesses right now because running your own business has been put on a pedestal. It's not fucking easy. It is not easy. It is so shiny on the outside. Let me tell you, it's hard. It is hard. And it's like 
do you actually just want to run your business or are you looking to have a particular feeling or or get a sense of validation or look a certain way because of what you think that you getting to say you own your own business says about you as a person, right? Do you actually want it or do you want what you think owning your own business will get you? Just as a really small example, because it's something I'm seeing trending coming up a lot right now. And if you do want to run your own business, that's awesome. Of course, I run my own and I fucking love it. But it's just about always checking why are you doing that thing? Is it actually in alignment for you or is it just because of the the attention or the praise or is it that you think it's going to validate that you are good enough, that you are worthy? Just like really checking in on your intentions. So keeping in mind that Again, the behavior piece and the decision piece, it's short term because you can't outrun your own conditioning. So if you want to create permanent change that not only feels really fucking good, but matches your soul alignment, the first thing you need to do is just check in with your intentions is what do I even want for myself and why? And when you can check in and get really, really clean with your intentions and make sure that the things that you're wanting are coming from a place of love and alignment, not ego or fear, then the first piece is starting to change your thoughts because we have something like over 70,000 thoughts a day. I don't know. It's probably even more than that. We have like over 70,000 thoughts a day and like over 70% of our thoughts are the same as the day before. So we really are habitual patterned creatures and our thoughts are just like always on repeat. But if our thoughts lead to our feelings and our feelings lead to our behaviors and our behaviors, are, you know, create the outcomes of our life, then it makes sense that if we keep having shitty outcomes and life's not feeling good, it's because we're making poor decisions or we've got non-positive behaviors which are stemming because we don't feel good and so we're not empowered to make good decisions and we don't feel good because our thoughts aren't good so if you want to create permanent change it all starts with your thought it starts with consciously choosing to have different thoughts than what you had the day before and this is why affirmations are so powerful they're not just like this statement that you throw around for the fun of it it's brain rewiring It's repetition and that's how new neural pathways form in the brain through repetition. So start consciously choosing, I choose to have this thought instead. And when you have negative thoughts come up, it's actually um, so much less effective to try and just shut those thoughts out than it is to drop in a positive thought instead. So say you're having a really negative thought about yourself and you are being really self-critical It's not very effective to be like, oh my God, I'm having a really critical thought about myself. Stop, stop, stop. I just need to distract myself and not think about it. It's very ineffective. What's more effective is, oh my God, I'm having really critical thoughts about myself. Well, what's a positive thought I could drop in instead? I am grateful for my health. I'm grateful for movement. I actually am a really kind person. I did a random act of kindness yesterday. I actually really like me. I'm actually a really good person. So you just start dropping in the more positive thought instead. And that starts getting you, 
Again, your brain is going to try pull you back to the old thought patterns and the old conditioning, but it's your job to be greater than your mind and choose to have the new thought instead. And the more you have these new thoughts, the better you're going to feel. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel more empowered. You're going to feel more inspired. You're going to feel more optimistic. You're going to feel more uplifted. And if you feel inspired, empowered, joyful, uplifted, if you feel those feelings, don't you think it makes sense that the decisions you make are going to be more empowering, inspiring, uplifting as well? Of course. So it's going to be easier for you to make decisions that support your health or support the life that you're trying to create for yourself. So then you'll make those decisions and those decisions will give you a different or a new outcome. And that new outcome will feel so fucking good that you'll want to continue on. I'm going to read you this, uh, I wouldn't say quote because it's quite chunky, but it is, it's an um, excerpt of Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which is a book by Joe Dispenza. It's actually one of my favorite books. I get asked for book recommendations all the time. So there you go. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza is fantastic. So he writes, psychologists tell us that by the time we're in our mid thirties, our identity or personality will be completely formed. This means for those of us that are over 35, we have memorized a select set of behaviors, attitudes, beliefs, emotional reactions, habits, skills, associative memories, condition responses, and perceptions that are now subconsciously programmed within us. Those programs are running us because the body has become the mind. This means that we will think the same thoughts, feel the same feelings, react in identical ways, believe in the same manner, believe in the same dogmas and perceive reality the same. About 95% of who we are by midlife is a series of subconscious programs that have become automatic. Driving a car, brushing our teeth, overeating when we're stressed, worrying about our future, judging our friends, complaining about <clears throat> complaining about our lives, blaming our parents, not believing in ourselves and insisting on being chronically unhappy, just to name a few. So if you're over 35, don't let that frighten you. <laughs> there is something you can do about it, but it is to say that the longer you go on living the life you're currently living, the harder it gets to change. And in actual fact, by the time you hit the age of 35, there's not really, it's really fucking hard to consciously change new decisions because your old patterns, thought processes, belief systems, and things like that are so deeply ingrained in your subconscious mind that they're automatic. So if you think about something being automatic, How can you override it? Because it's automatically happening. So how can you continue to consciously override this when it's automatically going to snap back to what it was? So it's not to say it can't be done, but it's going to get extremely fucking difficult. And one of the best ways you do it is through subconscious work. So things like hypnosis, theta healing, which is something I do with my clients. Um, It's all about tapping into the subconscious mind and ripping out the root limiting beliefs or the old thoughts and systems from the root rather than just trying to consciously decide something different. So again, just to recap, you absolutely can change, but the longer you go on, the harder it gets. So I hope that rather than scaring you, inspires you to start creating new thought processes and taking your own brain seriously, taking your own mental health and taking 
taking the life that you want to live into your own hands, taking fucking responsibility for everything and stop playing the victim because as long as you keep playing the victim of your own life, you're giving your power away. And it's not to say that where you're at is your fault because there can be a lot of people that have contributed to where you are right now and that was out of your control. But what is in your control is how you respond to those situations. So I invite you to get curious about where you're currently giving your power away because you think that you don't have control and taking that power back and taking control and starting to consciously decide to have new thoughts, which will give you new feelings, which will lead to different behaviors, which will get you different outcomes. Because you can have the life that you desire. And if you are someone who scrolls social media and you get FOMO looking at everyone, everything that anyone ever has is yours to claim if you want it. Those people, well, yes, luck can come down to it. Luck runs out, right? Like if someone's rich or if someone's wealthy or they're in a good relationship or whatever, that's not fucking good enough. Right, Because there are people in great relationships with other shitty areas and there are people with a fuck ton of money that are miserable. And, you know, there is always like luck isn't good. Luck isn't enough. You know, if people are living a life that you create and you think they're lucky because they're wealthy or whatever it is. You've got to do more than that. You've got to have the thoughts. They, they still get up and they decide I'm going to go for a fucking run. If someone's rich. Do you think that being rich means that all of a sudden they want to go to the gym more than anybody else? No, they're a fucking human, right? And of course, with money comes privilege. But again, if you keep playing the victim card, you're going to keep getting the same outcomes and you're going to stay stuck in where you are right now. And this is coming from someone who did not grow up in a wealthy household. Um, And I had a lot of negative money mindsets and I had a lot of belief around, well, they were, they've got more money than me. And so, and, and as long as I stayed stuck in those old belief systems, I was holding myself back from making decisions. But when I took my life into my own hands and I decided to stop thinking about what I couldn't have and start thinking about how I could have it and creating more positive thoughts and feeling better and creating better actions, I started building a life that if, if I looked at the life I have now 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed that I have it. Wouldn't have believed you if you told me. But it all just started with the decision to stop playing the victim, to put myself first and to see what magic I could create if I just gave it a fucking shot. So I invite you to ask yourself where you're giving your power away, how you can take that power back Get really intentional about what life would you create for yourself if you knew anything was possible. If you knew that the universe would guide you to have whatever you desired, what would that be? And then start thinking about how that could happen. Don't think about how it can't work or how you'll fail or what could go wrong. Start having the positive thought because you know what it feels like to think, I can't do that. You know what it feels like to think, I won't be good at that. You know what it feels like to think, what if I fail? What could go wrong? I'll never have that. You know, we've all fucking been there. You know how that feels. I want you to see and I want you to get curious about what it would feel like if you just decided 
well, I know what it feels like to not believe in myself because I've done that for the last one, two, five, ten fucking years. So if I know that not believing in myself gets me ABC, what if maybe I just for the next three months of my life commit myself to blocking out the noise and getting laser fucking focused on what life could be like if it was possible, if everything would work out, if I would be a success, if I would be great at that, if I could have my desires and start living your life as though everything is fucking possible for you. And believe me, watch your life fucking change. So again, if you want to have a new life, if you want to have different outcomes, start getting intentional about what it is that you want to create. Drop in the positive thoughts which align and inspire you with that outcome. Those positive thoughts will increase your mood or better your mood and that mood will be more likely to make you have better decisions and those good decisions or those positive behaviors are going to lead to positive outcomes and those positive outcomes are going to change the trajectory of your life. So again, as I said, a quick one for you today, but I hope it was inspiring. I hope it was helpful. Um, And again, before I head off today, uh, maybe tomorrow is the very, very last day. You've got probably less than 24 hours by the time this goes live to join the waitlist for the discovery code, my brand new mindset program. That is all I'm going to say on that one, but I hope to see you on the inside. Have a great day, guys. See you in the next episode.